Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. I uh, kind of left you on a, on a cliffhanger on Thursday last week and said that we were going to have one of your most requested guests on the show uh, that is happening tonight. Our guest is uh, Brendan Schaub, a.k.a. The Big Brown um, from uh, Fighter and the Kid. And uh, he stopped down. He was over in Austin. He shot over to, to San Antonio to sit down and chat with us. And uh, we're super stoked about it. I, I know you guys have asked for a while, and we do listen. Um, you know, when, when everybody's together in town, we can make magic happen. We can make magic happen. And in this case, Brendan happened to be in town in San Antonio, so uh, we got him on the show. Uh, he's also got a, a, a line of coffee that's going to be starting soon with uh, Black Rifle Coffee, who is our chief sponsor. And uh, since we're talking about sponsors, you know we got to get to them because they pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, we're talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. What does that mean? It means they make it fresh, in-house. Uh, they bag that shit up, and then they ship it out right to your fucking faces. Um, get, the, get the Coffee Club of the Month. That's what I highly recommend. We have a one-time promo code of Drinking Bros. That'll get you 20% off. And if you're going to use it, use it on that. Um, it, it'll save not only time out of your life, but about $4 off of a trip to Costco and whatnot. Um, they've also got amazing apparel and cups and mugs and all that shit. And uh, obviously... Uh, the owners are the co-hosts of the show. <laughs> so go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off or Revolution. Uh, that's, that's, that's a one-time promo code as well. Wink. Don't tell anybody I told you about it. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. You can kick the cans. You can kick the can all the, all the way down the road this time. I was going to say kids, but not anymore. You can kick it down the road like, uh, like you're a little tiny child in the 1940s. And television isn't out yet. You're, you're, you know, your parents don't have it, and you're still kicking the can down the road. That's what you can do with Red Bull, Monster, uh, Kickstart, all that bullshit. Kick it on down the road. You don't need it anymore. Strike Force is a tasty, tiny little tin pouch that rips open and squeezes into any liquid available. Uh, you can go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and taste all of their four amazing flavors. A ridge, a lemon, orange, and make America grape again. They got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop where you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off, and that's good every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world, which is fucking awesome. Uh, next up, talking about my new book. Yes, the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed is almost upon us. We're, was, fuck, man, we're in pre-sales right now. We're only 40 days out. I know you're thinking, Ross, it's fucking 40 days, dude. What the fuck? Uh, wh why, are you, why are you pounding us with this shit? All the sales during pre-sales counts towards the opening week for the New York Times bestseller list and the Wall Street Journal bestseller list, uh, USA Today bestseller list, all of that shit. After the first week is over, it reverts back and you have to sell that same number again, which is really fucking hard to do. So most people make it the first week. And uh, if, if you do, congratulations, you're in it for life. Um, it's, when, it's called When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. 
it's I, look i'm gonna say it's the funniest book ever written um with with a night she cries now coming into a close second um but look it's fucking hilarious uh it would really mean the fucking world to me that's that's pretty much my last dream on this on this earth is to be a a best-selling author and that's it after that i'll probably just kill myself live on air so go go pre-order when darkness falls he doesn't catch it and uh and go to amazon or barnes and noble or all that shit i appreciate it uh next up we've got (laughs) ghostbed.com sleep so good it's scary ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you're going to find all of the fucking dills for the summer uh it's hot it's hot summer out you can't fuck outside anymore you just get it's too much um fucking in a hot tub is a lot you can't get good traction you need a bed you need a fine sturdy bed that'll be shipped to your house you can just open right out of the box plop it down and you're good to go uh, and you can find that at ghostbed.com. For our Drinking Bros listeners, at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, they're running some fucking massive deals. Um, so when you go there to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, it's a landing page. And, uh, you know, the first one's like a $100 off a mattress and, and two free pillows. And then it keeps going up. The last one's like $400 off if you get like a bundle package. And the beauty of them is you, you pay as you go. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, plonking all that down right up front. And uh, I, I would say this. Look, that's the best mattress I've ever had. We all have them. And for, for the money, I don't know how you beat Ghostbed. And that's that's real talk. Uh, but try it for yourself. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Let us know what you think. Next up, we've got Grill Your Ass Off. Grill Your Ass Off is, uh, well, kids, it's the, it's the proper kickoff to barbecue season uh they make some of the finest seasonings on the planet uh that for chicken steak uh crispy omar uh he's got his own uh spicy spicy brand of of habanero spices ass eating season's over kids it's time for grilling season uh grills are out you might as well uh throw a little seasoning on them because because let's face it you can buy them from from a veteran-owned company or you can get it from the, the the fucking grocery store your call but I would highly recommend going with Grill Your Ass Off. Uh, what, what else I would recommend out of Grill Your Ass Off is the fucking jerky there. Their jerky is second to none. It is uh, no lie. That's the best jerky I've ever had in my life. I eat fucking nine bags of that shit a week. And uh, I just fucking ordered and re-upped uh, on it. Go to grillyourassoff.com. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's the all-American package. That's my jam. It's got all four in one. And, and it's 25 bucks. Use the promo code drinking bros. You get 15% off. Uh, try that jerky, dude. You'll become addicted to it. I love it. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Try the jerky. Next up, we got grenadesoap.com. Incoming! Grenadesoap.com is perfect. It's perfect for this time of season because you're, you're, shit, in this heat, you're taking two showers a day, essentially. Uh, you need a bar of soap to clean up your nethers. Uh, why not get a bar of soap that's, uh, that's veteran owned and, and also it's got real gunpowder in it, uh, buy the fucking grenade soap. Um, I use that shit every day. Grenade soap, um, is, is got some, some great bathing products for fucking dudes where you're just like, all right, sweet. Uh, I don't feel like uh, I'm using my wife's shit. I don't, cause like for me, I don't feel like using my wife's loofah, um, from a bush. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to get a bar of soap in there. Let it jangle through the jungle. Uh, that should be their new slogan, jangle through the jungle. 
<laughs> just throw a fucking bar of soap underneath that dick and balls and let it loose. They've also got a shit mitten, a.k.a. the taint scrubber. Uh, so that way you're not putting your, your, your hands uh, into your own asshole to wash yourself. Uh, this, this is a, a nice... A nice thing that uh, just slips on your hands you can clean yourself with, and it's it's fucking rad for dudes. Go to GrenadeSoap.com. Check out all their products. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Last but not least, we've got Kimber. Kimber Firearms are, uh, boy, uh, how do we love the, uh, let me count the ways, 1911. Their 1911s are the, the fucking dope jam. Um, look, they, they make some of the fi- finest firearms on the planet. Uh, you, you can go to Kimber.com, check out their wide array. They do not have a fucking promo code because they just don't need it. They're like, dude, we're Kimber. Everybody knows we're Kimber, but we're big fans of Drinking Bros. We're huge supporters of the Drinking Bros community, and we love Drinking Bros podcasts, and we just wouldn't be a sponsor. Um, so if we can just be a sponsor of the show, you can tell people where to go, uh, and, and that you love our guns, which we do, uh, we're, we got a match made in heaven, which is what we do. So go to Kimber.com, check out, uh, the wide array of firearms. Again, their 1911s are, are whew, fucking incredible and, uh, just fucking great people, man, who are running that operation. Um, look, Kimber's is one of the top companies in the world. I don't even have to fucking go on and on about him. Uh, let's get into our show, shall we? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have asked for him uh, for, for close to two years. Um, I've been friends with Brian Callen for, fuck, 10 or 15. And uh, he's, got a, he's got a huge podcast with uh, his best friend, Brendan Schaub, uh, called Fighter and the Kid. Ladies and gentlemen, here's our interview with Brendan Schaub. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking oh, Bros. We, we, we've got uh, a guest on that has been asked for a million times by our audience. We've got Brendan Peter Schaub on. Oh, dude. Wow, went with the middle name. <laughs> they, do, they do ask a lot. Like, when yeah? When are you guys going to get together? They ask a lot. We like, are bros. Yeah. You just threw out a middle name without even asking if that's okay. How like, middle names are reserved. I know. All I you know. need is his birthday, and you can book him a plane ticket. You want to you throw out my <laughs> social security, too, or what? Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, serial killers go by three names. You're a fucking serial killer in my book, Shab. You're everywhere. Oh, wow. You're everywhere. In you're ring. in the MMA ring. You're, you're, I just saw you backstage at E. Were you doing something with E for the Golden Globes? Was that you? Yep. Yep. I work for E. I do the all the award shows. Golden I, Globes, you know, Academy Awards. I'm going to go ahead and say this, and I'm not trying to be a dick. You but thought I was gay? No, no, no. No, not at all. But sometimes I feel like you get treated how like females do because you're six five, super handsome. Mm-hmm. And I think just shit works for you because you're just like a, a <laughs> you're a mountain of a man and like okay. no, you're very talented. And you're yeah. not, I, I'm, I'm giving you an you're aesthetic not like man, a fully white guy, so they could use you as an. <laughs> they, they have no <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. I, I check all the boxes. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. We don't yeah. know if he's Asian or Mexican, but we can get both. Yeah. And I that check was, all that the a, boxes. That's a compliment. You really I'll do. I'll take it, man. Hey, but, uh, uh, but I'm not like strikingly handsome. I'm not like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. No, like I'm not. I'm not shutting streets down. No like bullshit. But you're like Tom Hardy handsome. Where you're like rugged handsome. I think that's I'll a better it, look, man. I, better see, look. I, I think you're better looking than I am. Dude, oh, well, I did too. But I, I think you're also <laughs> Aaron Hernandez, good looking. So when they do that biopic, oh, well, what? when they that's do that biopic, I think you're the guy that's going to play him. That's my guess. Dude, all I, if you want me to play, <laughs> if you want me to play Aaron Hernandez on that Lifetime bullshit movie, 
I mean, I might do Pick it. Pick up the phone. Same Pick height, phone same weight. With your sh- with your head shaved, you could murder somebody like three or four oh, people. Oh, dude, we looked exactly the same. Yeah, it was a bummer when he's going through that stuff. <laughs> this summer, Brennan Schaub is Aaron Hernandez. No. In hanging around. <laughs> oh my no, god! Wow, too much, bro. Savage. Too much, Jared. man. No, I swear to God, when I was in, when he was going through everything, I was in uh, this true story. I was in line in Maria del Rey at a Ralph's. It's our grocery store. I hear this black guy behind me going. He's on his cell phone going. No, I'm staring at a motherfucker right now. He's in front of me right oh, now. Shit. No, he's not in Florida. No he's in front of me right now. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> talking about I don't get. Do you ever get? Do people think you're a different celebrity or somebody, Jared? Ever? Uh, I mean, I, I've had somebody ask me if I was you, oh. but you you've had somebody ask you if you were Marcus, Marcus Luttrell. Luttrell. Yeah. Like so, it's again like to me. There's this level where people see you repeatedly, like. Like when their friends share Facebook videos and things like that, but they don't actually know who you are. And then th- th- you see that confusion in their eyes when they're talking to you. Like, okay, I've seen I know I know yeah. this person. Let me just guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Hey, Matt, Ross, what, what about, Matt when what, I was yeah. out, uh, out and about, they asked me how good of friends I was with Chris Kyle. And I was like, man, he's, he's not alive. And they confuse you with Chris Kyle, the American sniper. I've I've got really? I've got I've got that before when I used to wear like the, so the, the 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 build hats with the American flag on them. But like again, I he, I don't even Chris had that many tattoos. So Chris is like half Ross's size. Yeah, Chris is, is he really. Uh, Chris Cow is small. Yeah, like he wasn't big. Really? Like he, I didn't know. Well, no, that. He's like my they, my build. They, they made him look jacked in the movie. Which no, they I don't should. mean like small. Which they should like like small small, but he's just shorter. Like he's not. I Ross he, is like I thought he was my seven size. feet tall. I thought I thought he was like my size. Same. I thought no. he was a giant. He's not a giant. I don't know, Dave. I've stood, Dave. Next, I've stood next to him. I mean, I don't really remember. Go- Google how tall he is. I think he's probably six foot. We're we'll go with six foot. Really? Yeah, because I'm five eleven. Six like foot I'm is saying, a decent sized man. He was right. Because Bra- Bradley right Cooper's like 6'3". 6'2". Okay, okay. he's, he's taller than my me. height. That's Wikipedia, though, so take off two inches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you, you do that for your penis and your height on, on Wikipedia. True. Oh, Wikipedia usually it subtracts two, two inches off my dick. It's hard <laughs> to get a Wikipedia. Do you have a Wikipedia? Yeah. I, like this. I think so. It's hard. So. You have to, you have I, I, to I have, don't even have a Wikipedia. Yeah, you have to have clout. Get What's, the clout? That? What's yeah. that mean? I don't know. I, I heard it on that. But uh, anyone can write in Wikipedia. Movie anyone. Like Clooney. Anyone. You got to have bona fides. Yeah. So that's what it is. No, we were going through that the other day about uh, like Googling it and, and facts about you that are out there. And like mine was like my net worth was all screwy. My wife's in a good age way was or bad? Three uh, mil, I think is what it said. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was really high. Yeah, it's too high. Yeah, was mine, too was, high. mine was mine yeah. was too low. Texas is yours is high. yours accurate, Brendan? Have you have you Googled yourself for for net worth? I've never Googled my net worth. No, Dave, pull I'm it assuming, up. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, Dave, what's Dave, Dave pull, pull up Brendan Peter Schaub's uh, net worth and let us know. Like, oh, sixty two mil. We got a George mini George Clooney in the what? house. What sixty two million? <laughs> no, <laughs> just three hundred million. <laughs> what three? Oh, you and you and Brendan are right at the Damn. neck and neck. You know, I, I know a cool way to make six mil, dude. Yeah. Get Let's married. get married. Yeah. <laughs> Combined it. No. I'm, it's going to sound like I have a big man crush. I'm just happy to hang out with you again, you know? No, I love you guys, man. It's good time. to come out here. <laughs> came in from Austin. Quick drive. Yeah, you were you came in and were at the Onnit um, facility, right? Was that Onnit with my boy Aubrey Say out hi there? Say Aubrey. Yes. He told me to tell you guys what's up. Who we just ah, had on the he show. He was fun. He was fun. Was, was he good, good on the show? Yeah. Yeah, I think the next one though, if we if we do another one with him, like he sound like I could see he'll he'll go hard like we do. Like, yeah, he'll go real hard. Drinking, I'll get and go. Did you weird? get some drinks in him? Yeah, like do some ayahuasca with his he's, ass. He's gonna Woo. go. 
He's gonna go. He's gonna tell us. Oh, good he, stories. he gets loose. Like <laughs> he gets loose, loose. Yeah, that man. It was. It was like a fairly early morning or afternoon show, so we we weren't like all well, the into first it. one with ours too, with guests like that, guests that we respect and that we like. It's like okay, hey, we're gonna let this go at your pace this time. But the next one, it's tough if you don't know them and they yeah. don't know the rapport yeah. and stuff like that. We have that yeah, because you don't know what you're allowed to ask. Well, you, about. well, you know, like, on, on the Finding the Kid, we used to have a booking agent who would book guests for us and they book these big celebrities. But when they don't know the flavor and they come in and they're very stiff and giving this bullshit cookie cutter answer, it really our our we saw our ratings drop. So we stopped. We got rid of the book, and now we only book people who are our friends who can fit the, awesome. vibe. fit the vibe. Otherwise, it's better if it's just me and Brian. Is that That's, why Rogan does it like that, Brendan? Uh, what do you mean? He he seems to have a lot of the same people on. You're you're a regular, it seems like, on there. Brian Callen, obviously your co-host is on there. Um, I see a lot of his like bro bros on there, but not he doesn't expand too much further than that. Is that why? Uh, I disagree. I disagree, yeah, I disagree yeah. with that. Like if like he's doing three to four shows a week, three hours long, so there'd be a mix of like his boys, and obviously in, in the comedy circle, it's easy because we're there every night at the comedy store. So you're like, yo, you want to do a podcast? And they jump on, but then he has like scientists. Yeah, he pulls like astrophysicists. Yes. like everything. History from, people, yeah. like fucking Peterson. He'll go down a rabbit hole and car guys. Expert, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's a mix. But I can see how you think that. But it's it's a mix for sure. Well, with, with him doing three shows a week too, I'm sure he dedicates one to letting them book somebody cool or interesting or something like that. Like which Ross, we were getting ready to talk in the show, and, and we we're just like, yeah. So the normal thing we talk about is like, what the fuck ever. We can go, we can go, kind of, you know, intro perspective and talk, or we just go hard because we don't really give a shit. And, and then Jared was like, yeah, we talk about Spartans, and then Brandon's like, and how they're gay, and we're like, yes. <laughs> just, just talking about this. I just wanted to know the vibe, you know. And then, and every one of our listeners that has a Spartan tattoo shed a little tear. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> no, they all cool realize they've like, got a hint of gay in them, you know. Dude, but that'd be great. Like maybe that's the new 2020 gay symbol. So when you're at the bar and a dude has a Spartan tattoo, you're it's like, on. Okay. fuck yeah, dude, give me I, the dick. I hope we can convince the gay community to adopt that just to fuck with our friends that have Spartan tattoos. Dude, dude why not? I mean, no. the Spartans, if you don't realize it, they would fucking take over town. They'd fuck the men and the boys and then kill everyone. That's what they did. Or they'd take some of the boys as slaves. Shit, as, as sex slaves? I don't know about that. Savage. That sounds like a tiresome life, though, if you think about it. Yeah, that. it sounds like Kevin Spacey's house or on a Friday awesome. night. And you're fucking a man, Or dude. awesome. Like, if you're gay, it's awesome. Hold on, let's just look at your physical stature, because it's tiring for you, but if I could just fucking kill all day, that's awesome. Yeah, but you're fucking pretty cool, man. So? But if that's what you're into? But back then, it, but back then it doesn't matter. It's not like you had Tinder. It's just like a hole's a hole. Let's go. Like if I was a Spartan, I'd fuck dudes. I guarantee it. If everyone yeah. else was like, dude, this is what we but do. But still, man. how do you get anything done if everybody's just got boners for each other? <laughs> well, that's why you take shit over. Yeah, you have to. You've got to <laughs> yeah, roll through like, the town hey, and hey, take guys, it over. We said we said eleven o'clock. We were taking the town. You guys are all still fucking each other. Yes. <laughs> no, but but think about it in the sense it's a victory fuck. So imagine with your best boys you go in and just r- rape and pillage yeah, your village dudes. that means you're doing a pre-morning fuck a, f- a shower fuck you Wait, know, they in don't the have river. showers in the river out. they're doing a river fuck river. then they're doing a okay hey, before we start marching let's all get off real quick correct and then we start marching and we, we take the over the town off. and yes. then it's the, it's the victory fuck but but <laughs> see how easy would that be right when you're just you're walking in and we take you take a water break you take a knee and your buddy's like dude for some reason i just want to suck a dick right now you're like that's awesome hey grab it i'm hey, gonna drink some water 
water? Yeah, you suck you know, it might be an easier life when you think about it. <laughs> it's super simple. I feel like you're trying to convince. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like an easy go. Do man. you judge your buddy though if if his dude like got slayed and he's just like getting one last one in? You know, uh, you I, got I to. I think. <laughs> They're, you judge him, or you just let it go. You're I think like, you. Hey, fu- dude, I, I, I think it. you fuck your best friend right before he dies. Like if he, if you know he's gonna die, you put it in. No, you put he's the dead. whole fucking thing in. He's oh. dead. Uh, like, well, he's just, I think. I think he dark. had to be uh, willing before death. Yeah. So it's not. Rape. No, it's it, like your partner. Yeah. You know. Dark. You. I'm sure they paired up. You think? But but think there was any jealousy back, amongst the but, ranks. But yeah. back then it was all good. Like Spartans, pirates, cavemen. It's just they didn't know, man. Like, did you envy the guy that got to bang the the leader? Like was that where you wanted oh. to be? Yes, he, you want to suck the king dick? Yeah, dude. <laughs> or it's, uh, it's, it's I like think a, the king sucking your dick in this. Thing. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, dude, that Man. would you would be the alpha at that point. Yeah, like, you'd be a powerful dude. dude. Correct. Yeah. Can you imagine how motivated you'd be to go into combat where you're just you just got just your got dick sucked by, by the, the king, king. Like, and you're like, oh man, I'm I I'm leading the charge. Blasted inside the king, I'm killing everybody. <laughs> e- ego through the roof. Ego, ego through yeah. the roof. I like, just painted the king's rectal walls. Dude, I'm in. I just got sucked <laughs> off by the king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could say I'm good at both sword fighting. Dude. Dude. Fuck, dude. It'd be like that's, getting that's, sucked off by Mike Tyson. You'd be like, man, that's the baddest dude on the planet, and he just sucked my dick. Like, is there a bigger feeling of power that, than that? That is that is the 300 BC version of getting like Instagram verified. You're getting the king. <laughs> you get the king. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, he's got the tattoo. He's got the scar. Yeah, yeah. but he got but, the king. Yeah, but then you need the one guy. You remember the one guy in 300 who's like, let's fight Leonidas. And he's like, no, bitch, you're gonna go tell everyone our story. You remember the guy with the eye patch? Yeah. So you need the one yeah. bitch to go tell your story. Well, th- that's what we were talking about in, the, in this one episode was. The the fact that the guy that went back, he, you know, they were just fucking all of each other, and then like they probably were just were fucking the Persians too. Yeah, we said, what if they just had this giant it, orgy with the Greeks and the Persians, and they, like, and they, they sailed and they off just, into the sunset in a gay orgy, yeah, and, like, the, hey, and he lied leaving. about it? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, hey, tell him it was a crazy battle. Yeah, we came back, they fought valiantly. Tell my wife I died. <laughs> yeah, Little, I'm just gonna you know, go fuck gay, all these new dudes. I'm gay as shit. Don't, yeah. don't tell her. They're, 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 they're kind of white. It's a new thing. It's nice. Tell her it was <laughs> epic, and I was like in the sword fight and. You know, maybe that's how the Persians were to them. It's like when I saw like my wife, I was like, "Man, I'm into this brown skin stuff." Like, I've been yeah. doing it wrong with the white people all the time, man. I drop cock the stink box. Yeah, my yeah. dick was kind of racist. I realized, and I and I diversified, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> now you're married to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you know, you you made you made it to the top of the heap, Matt. We're super proud of you, by the way. Listen, I'd still let the king suck my dick, though. That that's some bragging rights. I know it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, like, well, okay, like so l- l- the king you're right now a little taller that day. You know? Yeah. yeah. And the king right now is Donald Trump. Would you let Trump suck your dick? Oh, God. <laughs> no, because that does, you can't say that. Because in the Spartan world, the king was a badass. Like, and he could fight. Eh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it'd be today's like, definition I, I, of power is a little different, though. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I'm just saying. Dude, like, do you know how big of a hero you'd be if you skull fucked Donald Trump? Oh, my God. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> how it feels to chew five gum. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do you have any idea? Listen, if it made me the commander of Space Force, I might blow Donald Trump. God, Are you I, kidding no, me? I would totally do that. It's like, here's your spaceship. You're the commander, Matt. I'm like, uh, listen, do what I got to do. I wish it. he would just put me in charge of that. He Space might. Force. Yeah, he might. I'd if you play like, your cards hey, we're right, building Jared. Building a ship tomorrow. Building a ship tomorrow. I got Gary Busey on the project. <laughs> 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 we're building the fucking Starship Millennium Falcon Enterprise. Fucking get in there. Yeah, get in there. What's going on? God, what do you, we're so, going to find clingers. 
That's that's a good question. So like, man crush abo- uh, across the board. Like, w- are you a Han Solo guy? Is that like no. like a Chewbacca guy? No. What, are we just <laughs> Star Wars men? Yeah. Why do I have to pick Star Wars? Why do I have to pick Star Wars? Like, there's there, there's one movie. You're R two D two guy, huh? The, we go with the, the, the thing. It was Star Wars. Dude, Ew. that would be sick though. Like C three PO or an R two D two that had a pocket pussy in it, oh, and it was intense. like, <laughs> no, there's there's a thing called Westworld that's way better. What's Westworld? You've never seen Westworld? On HBO? I don't watch shows. I, I have to work. Either. That yeah. whole work thing. You haven't seen it either, yeah. Brendan? Sex robots. Oh. Sex robots. They're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's There's all, a whole... We're inst- close to it, yeah. Ross, have you seen the Instagram guy that takes his... Um, real doll. His real fake doll or whatever the fuck you call it, and he, he takes it to movies, takes it in public, and oh, then he's crazy. And takes public fucking photos he's crazy. with it. Yeah, he's crazy. But it's... Yeah, he's also, you it's mean, a car crash. Are you talking about the loneliest man in the world? <laughs> that guy? Yeah, yeah. But it's like a car crash. You can't look away from the Instagram because at the movies with his arm around the doll and it's like got cleavage. popcorn and shit. Yeah, it's fucking. And she's weird. all dressed up. All dressed up. You know how exhausting that would be. <laughs> you gotta dress that bitch up. You gotta <laughs> put her in the car. You gotta get her out. They're starting to blame a lot of these uh, shootings on this movement. Uh, what do they call it, Ross? Oh, Where no. you're involuntary celibate. No, so the incels—that's what it's, it's called. I think incels. it's incels. So the yeah. guy who started that, and, and it's a super tragic event in my hometown, Santa Barbara, drove down Isla Vista and and killed a few young kids that were just trying to party in his vehicle, and that was his reasoning behind it. Is Dude, because they no started one would sleep a with movement. They, no, like, no, I know. They and then, talk to each other. Wait, about, I, fuck I don't know people. what we're talking about. Okay, okay, so there there was this gentleman who who I forget his name, Dave. If you want to look it up, but it, it was in Isla Vista, California, Santa Barbara. He drove his car and killed a bunch of people, and he. Drove over him? Drove over him, yes. Oh, right. And before that happened, he he r- made a video saying he's involuntary celibate, meaning that no girls would sleep with him, but he wants to have sex. And because no one will sleep with he him. He hates everybody. He hates everybody, yeah. and he's going to just murder people. And that's someone else. And, and, and that and that movement is actually, it's this underground yeah, thing that's like, caught on. They're, they're, they're grouping together. That's they're real. talking to each yeah. other. Yeah, that's real. That's what, yeah. they're, that's what they're actually blaming these like school shootings and shit on is incels. Some of them. Incel movement. Because they're well, don't, well, the media says they got bullied, right? Like yeah, the kids but, were bullied. But the thing all that. is, is like you've got they're just like you quote unquote losers. Yeah, Focus they're just not groups. getting pussy, is what it comes down to. Yeah. But you've got a group now. So now that you if got, you're 16 and you're pissed off because no girl oh in your high school God. likes you, and you get on the internet, you join a group with a bunch of older men that are all what incels, a, what a, what a that are all and they're telling too. you like, hey, it's not going to get better. Fuck these people. They're all fucked up. Kill them. Like. That's where I think this is. Those are the losers of the earth. Yeah, that's what that is. But like, come, you're a fucking teenager, man. When I was 16, I didn't lose my virginity till later. I was a skinny, fat, fucking nerd. So it's like you have to work through it. Yeah, Elliot Rogers. I don't even say his fucking faggot name. I remember Uh, that dude. I I I remember that story and when it happened. Video. Yeah, and and the weirdest part about it was is he was a decent looking Uh. kid and his dad was super rich. So I don't understand how he didn't get pussy and why he was pining after people. Well, th- yeah, this is it. So he's saying he, he called himself a supreme gentleman who seized about his virginity to take to the Internet to spew venom about attractive women who he believed unfairly rejected him and about men who were more successful at dating. Like, just kill uh, it with well, fire. Well, just, welcome just, to just, life, Yeah, schmuck. bro. Jesus. He's still alive? No, no, no. He's I dead. I don't think so. I don't um, know. I don't know. I think that, he, I think he off I would himself. love to, like... Do like some high school speaking things, and my whole point would be like, 
None of this matters, guys. No. Your status no, this here. Is a, it does it, not matter. Yeah, it, it's going to change. I, I look at him like, you know nerds run Hollywood. Yeah. So most of you like, get nerds no get rich, too. You're going to get really cool. Look where some, a lot of these nerds, a lot of comics, some of the biggest nerds in high school. Yeah. The guys that are pushing you around right now, they're going to be selling cars in your hometown Correct. 20 years Correct. from now. All, all yeah. those guys, those cool apps everyone uses, nerds created. Well, they also like, got no pussies yeah. like you guys. Even. Look at Silicon Valley. Look at, I mean, all success. I mean, it's like the ugly duck syndrome i think people that develop personalities and traits and skill sets because they weren't chasing pussy at the age of 15 or 16 are hyper successful in their adult years i feel like I, i'm sometimes sometimes but a lot of them are still in their mom's basement but yeah i mean <laughs> steve jobs would be the exception you know no, but i've said like so like they're, they're worried about creating a tech skill and then they're fucking making a, you know a seven million dollar app at the age of 21 and it's like for you sure can, Bridges are gonna fuck you just because you got money. So I mean, you're getting something at least. It's also high school. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Well, but you know how it, it is. But, it, yeah, but your when you're going through it, that's the biggest deal on the planet. Yeah, you're but right. you need so you you need somebody to tell you that. Like sometimes kids. Well, don't what know the that. fuck, boys? Let's start traveling. Let's do the high school tour. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll just we'll, we will pick on the jocks, which yeah. will be fun. Just in front of the whole school yeah. too. Like ah, oh, get them up there. Bet you could really throw the pigskin around with your stepdad. I beat you afterward, right? Jesus. <laughs> hey man, we I don't know how that's nice gonna. Party I know, jeez, motivational thing. I oh, we're going motivational. Yeah. I thought I thought we we're really trying to break the cool kids down. No, like yeah, maybe like no, the, no, maybe Jared, the, the, the opposite. Bully. The opposite, my man. Were you, were you a jock in in high school? You know uh, he was Ross. I was, yeah. I, I played all, all the sports. Um, all uh, football was was my main water polo focus. Well, actually, yeah. That's, we got we have a, an amazing guest here. So w- what about you? Like, did you play sports in high school? Because you wrestled, I believe. Well, right? no, played played all sports. Played uh, football, basketball, lacrosse. No, uh, never never wrestled in high school. Just did football and uh, lacrosse, my primary focus. Then football in college. Where where did you go I, I to school? A, Is your alma mater? Uh, I'm gonna guess Colorado. University of Colorado. Yeah, ah, nailed it. He's got your fucking Wikipedia. Yeah, Nailed it. Probably Brendan Peter. Totally yeah. kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, I did read He's up on your Wikipedia. Score How'd you meet yeah. Brian Callen, by the way? I met Brian on the set of The Ultimate Fighter 14. Uh, I was a coach on there, and they brought Brian in to make the kids laugh, and he told a serious, heartfelt story about the time he pushed through in a high school wrestling match, and I just started making fun of him in front of everybody. And then um, he was doing a show later that night in Vegas, Invited me to the show, and uh, we just kind of hit it off. And then I moved to L.A. a week later. I didn't know anybody. I remember Brian Callen gave me his number. I'm like, he's the only guy I know in L.A. I was so sad and depressed. So I texted him. He, like, texts back right away. What's up, bro? I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. And so I met him for coffee, and he was like, man, uh, I do this podcast called The Brian Callen Show. It had, like, seven listeners at the time. And uh, I went on the show, and me and him had like, this weird chemistry. He's like, we should do this every week, man. And he goes, we'll just break down fighting. And anyone that knows me, I don't, I don't really like to break down fighting. Like that's, I do that as a job. It's, I don't like doing it all the time. So I'm like, mm, I'll do it, but you got to let me t- like, talk about girls and life and fashion and cars. He's like, all right, cool, man. So we started doing it, and then it like, took on its fucking legs of its own. And then did that become Fighter and the Kid? That became Fighter and the Kid. He goes, let's, sure. let, he goes, let's do it uh, every Wednesday. And then uh, started to do that, and then started gain momentum six years ago. I started to gain momentum five six years, years, six years, five years ago. Holy started, shit! Started to gain, started to gain momentum, yeah. and then um, it's very clear, you know, from my transition from that into the entertainment world because I fought a monster in Travis Brown. I got my check for getting punched in the face by him in the mail, and I got my check in the mail also from doing my podcast. 
and the check for the podcast is more. So I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? You're like, wait, I just have to talk? I'm like, hold no, on. No, but we were, we were talking about that <clears throat> over lunch where it's just like it's kind of cool to see people succeed in their own realm and show, you know, the fighter and, and what we try to do in the veteran community that there is a different path that you can take to not carry a gun for a li- living, not get punched in the face for a living. Like, it's awesome and it's fun, but you can't do it forever. So you kind of got to set it up for like the next chapter in your life when you can follow success in kind of a different avenue where your body doesn't Correct. get fucking crushed every but, day. But also, like, the average career in the UFC is like, Maybe three years. It used to be a year and a half. I'm assuming longer than so. Three years. Let's take the NFL career, for example. Longest, average career is three and a half years. Yep. Three and a half years. That's not a career, man. That's, no. That's a glimpse in the radar. So these guys and fighters define themselves as, oh, I'm just a fighter. Oh, I'm just a football player. Oh, I was just a military guy. But the thing is, is there's so much. That was just a phase, man. You have so much more to do. Well, yeah. And if you apply that a work ethic that got you to that high-tiered level then to, to just anything else in your life, you're going to be at least moderately successful. Yeah. And you're not going to be unhappy and hating your life. Exactly. So, like, yeah. when, when you were fighting, Brendan, what would you, how would you rate yourself as a fighter? Do you think you could have been... Like one of the all-time greats, or did you know, like, hey, man, I'm I'm a decent enough fighter, but I will never be a champion. Um, I mean, I thought I had the skill set to to be a world champion. I, I trained with guys who were w- world champions, so I knew how I stacked up against them. Uh, I, I knew I was good. You know, I was a top ten guy, top fifteen guy all the time, but um, I I didn't have that killer instinct. I didn't want it like everyone else wanted it. I I gotcha. want to do other things. I, I'm, that wasn't my life. I want to do other things, man. I've I've always wanted to be a, a comic. I've always wanted to be a stand-up guy. So for for me, like I just didn't know how to get there. But as soon as you gave me a fucking door to do it, I ran through that door and forgot about fighting. When a lot of guys they they sleep, eat, and fucking breathe yeah. fighting. I'm not that guy. Fair enough. It never made that. sense to me. I'm the guy with the eye, was, I'm the guy with the eye patch. When was the first? What, what was your first stand-up event? And how did that go? My first stand-up event was a live fight, and the kid Brian and I did. He goes, "Dude, let's do, uh, let's take this on the road, do a live show." And I went, "Dude, I've seen live podcasts; they fucking suck." And he goes, "No, no, no, we're not gonna do a live podcast. We're gonna do a live performance." And he goes, "So you, it's gonna be you and me. We're gonna do our thing. We're gonna have funny bits up there." And he goes, "Every show we do, though, I just want you to open up because you're a good storyteller. I want you to open up with just a story, ten minute story, and then you bring me out." I'm like, "All right, cool. I can tell stories all day." So it was in uh, Brea Improv. It was like 600 people, sold out crowd. And I go out there, I just tell a story, whatever goes well. Then we did that around the nation for probably a year. And then we're in Chicago, and uh, Vic Theater. It was like 1,400 people sold out. I'm getting ready to go out there. And I tell Brian, I go, dude, what do you think of my story? What do you think of this? He goes, you mean your stand-up? I go, no, my story, bro. He goes, that's stand-up, fool. I just telling you it's storytelling because I don't want you to shit your pants. And then <laughs> it, it hit me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, my God, he's right. And then like two months after that, I did a, we did a live fire in the kid at the comedy store in L.A., the infamous comedy store in L.A. where yeah. everyone comes out of. And uh, I did stand up. I did, I did our live show there. And then a week after that, the lady who runs it texts me, goes, hey, how would you like a, a six-minute spot uh, next whatever Wednesday night? And I, I responded back, so embarrassing that I think I responded back, oh, let me check with Brian if he can make it. And she goes, no, you fool, just you doing stand-up for six minutes will put you on the bill. And then uh, that was my first time. Is it two, hard to get such a, such a time hack, like six minutes to be funny? I feel like that's kind of hard. 
Uh, six, six minutes when it's your first time doing stand up, like actual yeah. stand up, is a beast. It feels like an eternity. It feels like you know, like people are like, God, how hard can uh, fifteen minutes be a fighting? Like, oh no, it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> but, but, sure. but six minutes is tough because you might have a story you think's funny. Record it, see how long it is. Maybe a minute, and it that's like one of your longer stories. You're like, oh fuck, six minutes. And then my stand up was different because my very first stand up show. You know, my, my crews like Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, uh, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, like Will Sass, like the, my boys, Rogan. So all of them are there in the front row. You're like, oh, fuck. Looking at you like, don't fuck this and the, up. Yeah, yeah, and they're the lifers. They're, they're, they've been doing stand-up they're, they're, for, forever. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, all right, good luck with this, you know? So then it was off to the races. You Did you start comedy in Los Angeles yourself, Ross? I did, yeah. I started uh, when I was 16, so I was doing stand-up at 16, and then uh, did it all the way through Ohio State, NYU, and New York, and then in LA, and I got cast in my first movie um, probably around 23, and then I stopped doing it, and ironically, I met Brian Callen, who was one of the first like actor friends I had. I met him in a screen test for a TV show, and he could tell, I think, that I was kind of nervous when we went in for the screen test, and I didn't know him from Adam, and he came over, and he put his hand inside my thigh on my inner thigh and squeezed and he looks me in the eyes and he goes you've got really nice quads anybody ever tell you that and i was like oh jesus christ man um and i, I died laughing <laughs> that's brian. me too that's and brian. he's me got he's, i love brian same he's here good, and he's, yeah. he's got one of those easy ways about him that makes everyone around him feel comfortable he's a great storyteller one of the funniest dudes on and off stage um, they're, he's funny or off stage. Yeah, well, that, that, exactly. Yeah, he came um, out to Salt Lake and and we went out with him afterwards. Like, we just hung out for a while. He, he it was shoot, just fucking funny. He, and things are rolling for Brian right now. I like to say thanks to me, but he um, he's <laughs> shooting his special in Chicago, July twenty fourth. I'm opening up for him, Talia Hall, and then he has his uh, sh- he actually got his own show, his spinoff show from the Goldbergs, um, called Schooled. And it's a spinoff show just about Brian's character. So yeah, and where he's just, a PE that, teacher, that just, right? Yeah, that just got greenlit for for fifteen episodes. So damn. Yeah, and he oh, he's rolling, the lead man. of it. How how is that going to fit into your podcast schedule? Let me yeah, ask you that. Ask. Yeah, you know, uh, man. We're I mean, we'll never stop doing firing the kid. If anything, we'd go down to one a week. But we we figured out like you know I have uh, right now I have uh, you know my below the belt show on Showtime. Then I have my stand up, and then I have my other podcast. Firing the kid, but we block out days to make it work. And Brian and his contract for NBC blocked out two days in the morning, so we can still do the podcast. Oh shit, that's, that's awesome. great! I think they realize. Which, I think the networks are realizing if you have a huge podcast and that many followers, more than likely it, it'll translate it to watching. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it only helps. It's free. It's free advertising for him, dude. I remember we because uh, I think you know uh, Nick from Ranger Up and myself were on Fire and the Kid way back in the day. And yeah, I remember that. One of the funniest at fucking Fox. bits. That, yeah, at Fox was when Brian started talking about which animal would you want to die by. Oh my He's God. like talking about chimpanzees and, and how to rip your face off, yes. and he was like, it wasn't really humor, but it was so fucking funny because it was so dry, and he was so into the fact about how an animal could just rip you apart. He's and obsessed with like big, strong dudes and like. Strong Dude, animals. that day on set that you guys came out for Range 15, like he was on fire. Like I just wanted to keep standing near. He and just wants he to what he's gonna say next. He just wants to put on a show for every, <laughs> nonstop. It's exhausting when I'm around him every day, you know. But yeah, that's that's Brian. <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah, he's a one of a kind man. Brian, to me, Brian. Don't get me wrong, he's great on on camera. His special will be great, but you got to see Brian in person. His stand up is so physical, and he's in, in person. It's way better. 
Yeah, he's he's got a really strong hour. I saw his last one or the one before. It was on Showtime, and then you guys did a show that um, I, I think you I, you I remember saying that uh, that he didn't get picked up for Netflix for his stand up comedy show, and I think you were talking him through it at that time. Um, who is that new special with that he's doing? Do you know? Um, I I know he's he's gonna what he's doing is he, uh, he's having I forget the gentleman's name this brilliant guy who's uh you know uh directing it for him this big company producing it for him and then he's either land up on Netflix or Showtime. Right on, right on. Yeah. What, uh, so what's what's your, what's your dream goal? So like you have all this shit going on, you keep getting new specials and all this fun shit. Like, yeah. where do you want to go with all of it? Uh, I mean, to, to you know, comedy's my baby, so you can take everything away. Let's say I said something crazy on here, and E and Showtime fired me. You can't, you know, my my podcast and my stand up can't touch. So, um, stand up, shooting a special in stand up's my heavyweight title belt. Really? So getting specials in comedy. How far away do you think you are from that? Pretty close. Pretty do you have an close. hour? Do you have an hour set yet? Yeah, yeah. I've been touring my hour now for about a year and a half. Yeah, That's why great. Not self, why not self produce? What'd you say? Why not self-produce? Um, because, I mean, you've got a name big enough. You can walk into Netflix and Amazon Prime, whoever you want. You could put it on iTunes yourself and promote it on your shows. And I could. Then, and then you get all of that. No, I get it. I could for sure. Yeah. I'll have some news soon on that. Super soon. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, well, this is, this, is, this is where I go always. I'm like, why, why wait for somebody to offer it to you? Just be, I mean, you're talking sub 30000 to to make yourself a nice show, and then you own it, and yeah. you have the marketing. No, I hear you. I hear you. To to put it out yourself. Yeah, there's some. I mean, Louis C.K. did that. There's some guys that do that. Yeah, Aziz did that on his last time out. You know what I'm surprised, Brendan, is that they, they didn't pick you off for um, UFC once Goldberg was out. Who replaced Goldberg on there? Um, they, you know, they brought in John Anik, and they had uh, I like John Anik. Jimmy Smith. John Anik's great. You'd love him. Jimmy Smith is great. Then, then they're using Daniel Cor- Cormier. Um, you know, and then with Bellator, they brought me in. I don't want. I don't want to do that. That's not that to the to me. That stuff isn't. It's you know, fun. Th- there were some offers, but I just. It's not. It's not challenged. It's not very creative. Creative to me. I just. I'm not gonna fly in from city to city to do that. It's just not what I want to do. Got you, because I mean, you're I, you're great at it. I watched you do the McGregor May, uh, Mayweather pre yeah, pre yeah, fights, thanks, and you you were awesome thanks, at man. it. Thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate so I thought for sure that would be a stepping stone of like, all right, great. I think he's probably gonna take the Goldberg job, but if you didn't want I, it, then it makes sense. I got offers, but then what came from that is Showtime goes, all right, what are we gonna do now? And I said, man, I'd love to do like a comedy variety late night show with fighting and comedy. And here's my pitch, and that's how Below the Belt came to Showtime. How's it been doing? It's good, man. Good shit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. I can't imagine awesome. like having to call fights like once a week and then travel would get super fucking not lame because I'm a massive fight fan, but it'd just be like mundane in the sense of yeah, like, I don't want that. Yeah, and I just flying to town and doing all that stuff. Like I like doing. You know, I've built a life where I can do things I want to do. I don't want to have to fly to Oklahoma just for the fucks of it because there's a fight card that night and right. miss out on my kid and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, same thing. I was thinking the other day, like, we love music, but actually putting ourselves in the shoes of a, re- of a, of a professional musician and having to sing the same song every night, like... That would get old after about five days. Like, yeah, it's a beast. I, oh, I, wait, I got to sing this I one again. I, I think we performed Bitch, I Operate like five or ten times live. And total. I, and total. And I'm like, I don't want to sing this it. stupid song yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 Now, imagine doing that every day for nine weeks. Yeah, no, it'd be brutal. 
and that's what people want to see. And you yeah. got and you got to play it like it's the it, first you time you've ever yeah, played it. Yeah, because they're new. They yeah. need to they're see brand new. Yeah. Like same down. thing with like stand up. Like I'm, I mean, I'm sure you you went through that phase where it's like, oh, dude, I'm I'm saying the same thing again. But oh, these no. guys don't know, dude. I've I've like, my opening like forty minutes. Um, it, it's a story on how I went from fighting to to stand up. And I've been working on it, and then it's going to be released. Part of it, a, a slight part of it, will be released on Comedy Central for their This Is Not Happening, their next season. So I've been telling that story for two years now, a year and a half, but it's gotten better. You know, I've made changes to it, but man. I mean, I have to kick you, every show you, off with that thing. You, you feel weird doing it because you're like, oh, you feel like you're game. cheating people, yeah. but they haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, but right. I, I can't wait to to shoot that special and get rid of that and then not have to well, do you, it anymore. You found if you, you you seem like it's uh, it's like redundant because I'm the same way. Like when you you do news articles, I probably do an interview once or twice a week about the business and how we got here in my military service. And it's like, I can only say I was a former, former arm ranger with five deployments so many times before I feel it's just like super douchey oh, and fucking lame. But then people that have no clue are like, Oh my gosh, I that's know. such a cool story. And I'm like, but it's, it's not, I've told it since I know you start I, I seeing that, the audience reaction. Know. Like, cause you, you, you feel weird that you see the, re- you're like, Oh, they don't, they don't like, know. They like this. Stuff. They don't know right. this. Okay. Know. Okay. Know, right. It's like, we've done that. We've gotten in front of people and we go to play, the th- the song that we think that we've played way too much, and all of a sudden they're in shock. They're like, it. "Oh, wait! They've never. I guess they've never heard this." Yeah, <laughs> Tub- it's Tump Thumping by Chumbawamba, by the way. Um, in case you were wondering, Brendan, <laughs> that's it's been one year since it looked at me. <laughs> I'm not mad at that song, man. Was that Smash Mouth? No, yeah, that, that, that was Bare Naked Mouth. Ladies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Good that call, was one brother. week. That's right. Hey, I'm 1997 Music King. Yeah, love He's it, in the encyclopedia. <laughs> how How old are you? 33. Oh, yeah, yeah, Same, same. Yeah. You guys are the same. <laughs> same as how do you like working we're for all, E, We're all about the same age. What'd you yeah. say? How do you like working how, how for E? You? I love working for E. I, I, I did this pilot for him that uh, hopefully gets picked up. You know how that goes, Ross. Hope, so hopefully this gets picked up. But um, with the with the, with the the award shows, like I'm so into fashion, man. You know, I'm, I would say I'm 30% You got those gay. blue Jordans on right now? Yeah, I got these denim Ooh. blue Jordans on. Suede's. But, um, oh, shit. He's just got mad at me. Uh, they're denim blue denim Jordans. Suede's. <laughs> Hashtag suede. <laughs> There's only nine of them made. Dude, I since oh, I, was I always a, watch you <laughs> unbox shoes on your Instagram. Yeah, man. Since, <laughs> since I was a kid, I was super into fashion. So for me, it's just it's a fit, man. And I, I love it because again, everyone's like, "Well, shouldn't you stay in your lane and just talk about fighting?" I'm like, "Nah, man. I love fashion. I know that shit too." So let's do go. Do you there. like real, like real creative fashion, or or do you? Like, I like see trends. through some of that shit that it's just like, uh, you're trying way too hard. You're, no, wearing, s- you're wearing a peacock's, you know, <laughs> I hear body you. across. No, I don't like that. To like, even, like, this hole in my jeans. Like, I remember I, uh, I saw a picture. I had, like, these jeans with holes in them. I was like, oh, wow, I look like a straight fuck boy. And I never, I just <laughs> never wore them again. I was like, oh, my, that's how I look. Those? I, would love I used to, man. Kidding. They were terrible. Yeah, we've I all had those fashion. though. We've all had those where you know a publicist talks you into wearing leather pants. We were I just like, just <laughs> Ross. I think that's an LA thing because I remember when you showed up and like we were beating Ross up about it, and he had these like combat boots, jump boots. Yep. Yep. Things were just full leathers. Full leathers. And, and, full leathers. Leathers. and, full leathers. and they were folded over, and they looked super fucking Warm. hip and cool and all that. And he was, I don't know what you paid for him. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I'm like, Ross, I can just give you my old airborne boots that were 40 bucks, bro. Yeah, those are the exact same. <laughs> now you're talking about vintage, bro. Those are even cool, man. <laughs> you go to Fort Bragg, you can get three boots for 15 bucks. Yeah. The same ones that Ross was wearing. <laughs> no lie, I paid 400 for those. It's uh, Ralph Lauren in New York, and I never felt like a bigger asshole than when I met these guys, and they were all military, and they're like, yo, those boots I, are $15, I feel like an asshole bro. even now. Even now I feel like an asshole. No, I think I got a Rolex on, uh, these blue shoes. I'm like, God damn it, Brendan. <laughs> Fuck, man. You're fine. It's it's not like you went shooting on your first day in Texas. Did you go shooting today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we actually just got back from the range. I think I think it's only douchey if you have a watch if all your pictures involve you showing your watch in your picture. No, I don't show my watch. Yeah, see, McGregor does. McGregor that does that. Everything is like the watch. Like, yeah, that's you know, hey, Conor McGregor does that on his Instagram. Every photo but, of him is but, his but watch. He does, but yeah. he can because he's got fuck you money. That's his persona, yeah, too. Yeah, and it's his persona. The way I look at it is, like, I, I completely can't subscribe to the fact of, like, you have a, you know, $600,000 car and live in a shit apartment. To me, it makes no fucking sense. If you've done yeah. well for yourself and you live just a, luxury, a luxurious life around and you like fashion, all day, dude, do your thing. It you inspires know? others, too. You some Some of that. My thing is like when when I met you guys shoot guns I couldn't know I didn't know if you guys could tell it I feel like I'm the punter on the football team like I don't <laughs> I don't really fit in with you guys like I was on I, I'm not around guns so I was super uneasy but you I was acting fine. like I knew what was up oh no, you the safety's here bro right that's a 15 I fucking knew it let me see this. <laughs> I, I was uncomfortable you know I was uncomfortable I was super uncomfortable man and so, when you want you guys want your your girl to shoot that gun. I was be, I was gonna go no, no no don't shoot that then I was like yeah shoot that shit bitch yeah shoot, shoot it. that shit shoot <laughs> it. but I just didn't shoot say it. anything I'm embarrassed that she didn't do it you know Heather could have done it you, yeah she's not you she's never really a, been a coward before and now she's like cowering give over her a that fucking gun. break that thing snapped my goddamn wrist back <laughs> like ooh you should shoot it and I was like no yeah shoot that thing ask do what he's doing yeah do that. <laughs> <laughs> My my wife didn't shoot it either. You know, she's like, I'm good, but that's probably because she just knows. Yeah. Yeah, but Heather's, you know, she's had that persona. I carry a bottle of whiskey and a pistol in my bag. Cool. Hold that pistol and shoot it. Yeah, but that's a 500 Magnum. <laughs> that, that thing was so intense. And th- and then when we're at lunch and you guys are talking about like stories and you're making these references, like it might as well have been in fucking Mandarin. Like I was just sitting there staring out the window. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> you but, you but, but to be fair, no, no, I, I love it. I like to feel like I'm in on. It. I'm like, yeah, bro. That's half cool, of man. it was about military, but the other half was about camera geek shit. True. Like when we were True. talking about. See, I like the military stuff because I don't know, man. <laughs> well, yeah, we had we had Crispy there, who Omar Avia, if you don't know him, he's fucking epic and awesome. Avila. No, you don't say the L. I know. I just like to say it. Oh, because okay. I'm part Spanish. I love that guy, man. Dude, Crispy's a shit, man. God, he's a cool dude. He's he is he is an American hero, and and it he. He's like the consistent make you feel like a bitch kind of guy because, you know, with all of his injuries and the consistent day-to-day things he has to deal with. Like he just posted on Instagram the other day. He's like, I got these two sores that are open up on my leg. They're not too bad, but this one on the inside, which is like gut, like oozing blood and pus. Oh, and he's like, yeah, that one sucks because my prosthetic rubs right there, but I'll get through it. And you're just like, he's it's, super positive, man. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not something that he had to deal with like once. Like, okay, that's from shrapnel. That's he wakes up every morning, but then is more motivated than probably 95% of the motherfuckers I know that have zero injuries yep. and never makes excuses. He makes excuses to be better than people. I, I'm want like, you fuck to yeah. put this I just want to hug. Them. Yeah, I like want you to I put this down in your head, them. though, because anytime you meet a guy from here on out that's talking about military and he goes, I don't want to talk about it, 
Just think about Omar. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, because but no, that person I'm, I'm that's walking and yeah. fine. Like, yeah, yeah really? Yeah. <laughs> because I met the guy that was burned alive, and yeah. he wanted to talk about it. And his it. friends call him Crispy, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's a telltale I refuse sign. to call him Crispy. Telltale sign is somebody that didn't do fuck all is when they go, yeah, you know, we did a lot over there, but I don't want to talk I don't, about see, it. Yeah. But, see, I, Guess what? I, I'll tell you anything. I, see, I assume that's you shouldn't ask about it. That's why I, like, obviously <laughs> Omar has scars all over his body and he's missing a leg. And the, obviously there's something that happened there, but I'd never go, Omar, Omar what happened? So I was just yeah. like, hey, man, what? What's Omar's story? You know, like, <laughs> I was trying to, but I, like, whispered between the chicken sandwiches. I think, but I, uh, you know. What I'm happened just, to Omar? I'll meet halfway on that, because I think sometimes asking about injuries is very contextual. Like, if you're in the grocery store, and you just, like, were to look at, like, a guy like Omar, and you're like, what, must have sucked or something. Oh, like, no, no, no. Zero no, respect. No. I would no, never no, do No, that. I'm not saying you are. I'm, I'm just to, speaking to Jared's point, but then, like, w- also, like, when you have such a captivating, motivating story, it's like, you're very... I want to know. It's inspiring. You know, it's inspiring for plus sure. And there's a right dude. time and right place for all the that stuff. The thing is, he's a good dude, so it's inspiring. But yeah. plus, like, he's such a lovable person. He's a big teddy bear. He's a great person. He's gonna be. He's gonna be on Team BRCC then, for hunting. It's gonna be awesome. But it's like we meet these these weirdos. Like we we're in we're in a bar with Kit Cope in Vegas, and a oh, guy yeah. comes up and shows us his. He's like, "You guys military?" We're like, "Uh, like he used to be." He goes. Yeah, me too. And shows us this scar on his head. He goes, shot by a 50 cal in 91 in Afghanistan. And I was like, well, number one, 50 cal would have split you in half. Number two, we weren't in Afghanistan <laughs> in 1991. Yeah. <laughs> was he like, <laughs> right on, man. Dude, we love this story because he started talking about a ranger. And then and then I started calling him. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm from 2nd Ranger Battalion. What battalion and were you he started with? skirting it. And then he got into Air Force. And then Jared was like, interesting. I would I, I taught I at the TACP schoolhouse oh, wow. for four years. And I was a TACP. And then he got shot. Down goes and Kit Kit Cope is there and he goes, uh, you know, but like well, that's cool. I'm a fighter now. All I do is Muay Thai. And then Kit was like, oh, okay, you know, five time world champion. Kit <laughs> this, Cope. this poor guy, yeah, just he's, just, like, he's just striking out. Every we're just wrong audience, bro. Just three strikes and we just like, you know what, fuck y'all, and no, just his, walked away. His girlfriend came over and was like, hey, you gotta get out of here. You gotta go. You gotta <laughs> we, go. We weren't being mean. Like, why does so many like, guys like obviously there's guys who lie about fighting and high school football and all. I could have been uh, uh, NFL quarterback then hurt my knee. But what's even crazy <laughs> when guys lie about th- their service? It's fucking nuts. I'm like you guys. Like you ain't got to lie to kick it. One of the, the one of the biggest things I've never got with is when people like, oh, you know, I wasn't special operation. I'm like, it, dude, if you fucking serve the country, awesome. And life takes its own path. Just because you didn't serve in the military doesn't mean I'm going to think differently about you. You you might have gone to college and done your. Who fucking cares, man? You did your own different thing. Path, yeah. Different path, different life, man. Let, let me ask you this: I'm sure your listeners are like, "Fuck's sakes, Brendan!" But when you want to do special forces, can you can anyone sign up for it? Obviously, you have to pass tests, but you, so you enlist as a regular. Yeah, as long as you as long as you qualify with the medical standards and you meet you meet certain standards, yes, everybody can say, "I want to try." W- within reason, so you have like different, you know. Is this redu- du- redundant for your listeners? Are no, 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 not at all. So like, it's, but, it's, you can't call it. Special Force, so it's Special Operations, which essentially encompasses and umbrellas all of the different facets of, of the military, whether it's MARSOC, Raiders, SEALs, Rangers, Special Forces, and then higher tier down, tier down ones. You can't go try out for SEAL Team 6 or Delta Force. Like, those are... Selected? You have, you to, have to do you one have to first. Ha- you have to do one of the other There's units, levels usually, or, or you can be in the regular army and then try out, but you have to have a certain amount of experience and time in the service. And would try out be BUDS? For, for seals. seals, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like to be, but there's different between SEAL Team Six and all the other teams. But like, how you, so? Um, well, they're different tiers. So like, 
a tier one element is is Delta Force and that's team, like main team card. Six. That's like that's like the main card. You're the yeah. main event. You're, you're the main yeah, card. Yeah. But you're not gonna you're not gonna go from amateur to the main card over a while. No, yeah, right. you, you, you have start. to start. You have to you, work have your to, way up. you have to be a pro for a little while first until you've won enough. And they're to like, get hey, the, you know what? We want to put you up here. So Delta the, was it Delta what? Delta Force. Delta, Delta and Force. I mean, well, that's just the generic team for CAG Ace, whatever you want to call it. But those are. Those are yeah time and service, and you have to ha- go through certain selection process. But all the other SEAL teams, like SEAL, t- that th- you can go immediately into buds essentially. And, and they've done some programs over the years that have changed that, like eighteen X-ray program, where you can join to be special forces. So you go through like, you know, uh, infantry training, airborne, and then you go to the selection SFAS, or you go like when I did, I joined, I went to basic training, OSET, which is infantry school. After then airborne school, then I got to go to the selection process for becoming a ranger once I passed. And then you know continue education through and through is the is unit. that selection process similar to what obviously Navy SEALs are highlighted every everyone wants to be a goddamn yeah, it's, Navy it's, it's a marketing thing it's uh, a marketing I know but thing, but, but, but is is buds the same kind of similar testing within reason I mean every different unit has a different specific mission set so the reason that there's different communities that exist is like maritime is what SEALs were mainly focused on before the for the GWAT was like they were Water. you know anti-pirating like divers yeah you throw a ra- divers we always joke like you throw a ranger in a fucking lake I'll, I'll drown myself to death but I'm the first one to you know head punt down a door and shoot someone in the face and two yeah. feet away it, so it, it comes down to th- it comes down to this like these mission sets are all developed for certain things and yes like pre GWAT pre the the towers getting hit and us going to war in Afghanistan and Iraq like we have these things like the Ranger Battalion the Ranger Regiment was created to go into an enemy occupied area and seize their airfields yeah so we created a shock troop force of highly trained dudes that can parachute in and fucking airfield up so then we can start landing land. planes and getting troops in. Yes. Now, SEALs and the Marines are designed to go in and Amphibious. take a yeah. port. So we can throw ships in and start unloading tanks and everything like that. And then the tanks are designed to push the line. So we start using the tanks to move across yeah. their land and pushing the battlefield that makes further sense. into them. Because you can't. Like, I don't think anyone's ever explained it to me. I don't, does it, <laughs> so it's like, are, your, are your listeners going to be pissed? Are they no, all no, know no, this? no, 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 not a lot. I, mean, I find it's, it's, it's fascinating. Actually, it's, it's cool to talk about. And, and, and he I hit, used to teach this. So. Well, he, he <laughs> Apparently, the, I was like, God damn. He hit the nail on the head in that. And that's Check like, out so, the big brain on Brad. <laughs> there's like a lot of things that we did in Ranger Battalion that weren't really what we were doing overseas, right? Like airfield seizures. And you can talk to any Ranger. It was like fuck my life because it was just you're doing shackle jills like hooking up humvees and all that for hours and hours in the middle of the night but you you like you have to capture an airfield without blowing it up and fucking it up so you don't want to send conventional in there because you want to maintain that you don't want to bomb it because you want to go in there shoot all the bad guys in the face keep the airfield just fine say a-okay gentlemen and then the conventional can land with the with the stuff and same the way seals did the same way you know i think the marines they'll they'll, i'm gonna get eaten alive for this but they're a little late to the party because they didn't want to join jsoc but now that they have marsoc aka raiders they're they're doing a similar um fid mission which is like what special forces is special forces was developed to go into a uh a foreign country train a, a militia to overthrow a government or whatever so like back in the day that's it's why called you, fid 
fid mission yes i said yeah you can't have like a ranger like me like a 21 year old guy that just wants to fucking kill people yeah you can't send me to go meet the tribesmen to teach their militia how to fight i'm like well you kill people you need the well-spoken guy that knows how to barter with the local community to develop a force influence them to overthrow for the the betterment of the u.s government you know so all those exist and you know we all beat each other up but at the end of the day they're like the most fucking motivated men and women in the fucking world and when you work with these guys in different capacities overseas you're like this is some next level and shit. every tool it's inspiring shit to me man it's cool every tool that we have has a purpose for the phase in war yes. like yeah. and i used to tell the students about like let's take australia for example we're gonna hit we're gonna take over australia we're gonna we're gonna go no to war reason to but yeah so <laughs> love australia. well there so is a reason is like, i'd like to have a kangaroo as a pet one day your first um. phase <laughs> you know your first phase in 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 war is take out their eyes their radar systems so we have f-16 cjs uh which are designed to go in their their F-16 fighter jets that go in and delete all their radar systems. So that way we can now fly cargo planes and bombers and over they can't detect. and they can't do it. They can't they gotcha. can't shoot missiles at it. They can't do anything like that. We have the Rangers go in and take the airfields on one coast of of Australia and then tanks, we can't fly tanks. They're too heavy. So they have to be transported by the Navy. This is where the Marines come in and they take a port that way we can land get the tanks on the ground sense, and now yeah. the army can start yep. with moving the in the f- and taking over oh, yeah wow. so everybody has a that phase. makes sense man it's but, but, but the hard part in that which is like when the the dod really truly had to figure it out was conventional warfare existed throughout kind of the history of american warfare right you had you know from revolutionary War all the way up into you know vietnam in the world war ii korea these are conventional for- force on force you right? were fighting an army. Fighting an yeah. army. And then you hit the GWAT, and you're in a country, and it's a guerrilla warfare. You're fighting an insurgency, essentially, and you're fighting a non-conventional force. So you can't appropriate your resources in the same manner because you can't take the port. There are no fucking ports. The yeah. ports are if the local If you travel 60 yeah. miles, you're fighting a different enemy than you were here. Exactly. Because they're not... They're not fighting the same side. A, a different tribe is a different tribe. They don't talk to each other. Yeah. They're not like, oh, we're all banding together to yeah, know you're fighting different people they don't even right. know what the fuck's going on wow. and that's like so early on the GWAT if, am I boring you with this no or? fuck okay. no, no. <laughs> no people no, are gonna no. be like let Brendan talk you're just talking about military. no but he's our on, guest so like, he's our guest fuck it we're, no hey, I want this we're just no talking. I want this yeah, yeah please but like early on you know you had the, the counterterrorism unit which would like be Delta Force and then you had Rangers that were pulling blocking positions early on and then you know Rangers got made fun for that but as the war scaled Ranger Battalion started taking on more a direct action component because you had a scale you know what are their like fucking well eight, eight, like something we like 900 delta force yeah. operators in the world you're getting so. too you're getting too deep you got to explain to him on the levels okay yeah. so so when you have when you have seal team and delta that are up here they're seal the, team six they're the pro yeah seal team six and delta they're they're you know the pro football team like everything goes in tiers of intel so when you have intelligence that comes in that says this shithead that is that is king shithead that we've been like Osama. looking for yeah we we have Osama and we think we know where he is. And that intel comes from it, it comes from a variety of sources. Whether a shitload we're, of sources. We're listening yeah. to people or we're tracking people or yeah. we're using informants and things like that. If we know that he's going to be there, we send the big boys. Now, the, if the pro, we the pro team, the pro team. Yeah, now, you're not you're not gonna send a 45 er to go fight Brock Lesnar. Like we got to yeah, whip right. out the big guns. <laughs> now, make sure we do this right. Let's yeah. say yeah. we get a tip that's trustworthy, but it's not like it's not. For sure, we're not going to ignore it, but we're not going to send 
the pro team. We're, we're going to we're, we're send somebody else to check it out. You know? And it, it goes down in levels from there to, hey, we had a guy on a street corner say that this might be a bomb maker. Okay, we'll send, we'll send these guys. Yeah. Like, so you're always actioning on this intel, and the level of intel and quality of intel that comes in kind of denotes how these targets get that executed makes sense, and who gets to action them. So when he's saying how the Rangers in the early years of the war were awarded these blocking positions for Delta Force, like that was a fucking cool mission because yeah. now you're going in and you're blocking the exits and the entry points of a target for Delta to hit. You're still getting in a tussle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like the most well-known one ever was Black Hawk Down, right? Fuck yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to Matt Eversman, fucking amazing human. Him and his wife have a brand new podcast. Check it out. Um, I have Matt's number. Yeah, he's uh, we. I was on it. Um, he's a phenomenal guy. But was he in? I need to text him. Do he you lives know, in Pensacola. You know Josh, um, what Josh Hartnett, Hartnett? the yeah. guy yeah. in the movie. Yeah. That's that's Matt that's Eversman. Actually him. That's oh, actually wow. him. Yeah, so he was a cop guy. in Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great dude. He's got a podcast, talks about motivation and, and veteran stuff, and I did, I did sidetrack a, squirrel. I on did that a one. podcast, dude. Yeah, super sidetrack squirrel for me. Um, with the the frog, it's called the frog frog logic. Yes, with Dave Rutherford. Uh, there's three of them, right? And the one's called the Wizard or some shit like yeah, that. No, you did Team Never Quit. Yeah, that's, 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 that's yes. Marcus yeah. and Dave. Marcus dudes. Luttrell and Dave Good Rutherford. Dudes, man. And, and, yeah, and yeah. great guides. You ever have Jocko on your show, Brendan? I have not. We have mutual friends, uh, but I have. We not. haven't met Jocko yet either. Yeah. We actually, well, we're, yeah, we're, we're supposed to hang out with them this weekend, but I think I canceled my LA trip. But that's uh, Jocko. I would love to meet you and hang out. I will not be waking up at four in the morning with you though. <laughs> I yeah, I'm going to LA next week. Yeah, you're, you're in LA next week. Next for the premiere. Oh, nice. Yeah. What premiere? I'll call you. We get uh, together. Action figures too. Oh yeah. This is called. We're planning our schedule on our yeah, podcast. Hi guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting ridiculous with Rob Derdick on Friday. Two shows. If is that still going with. on? I do. They're season like ten. Dude. I was. I grew Ooh, up in order. Rob Derdick's kind of like you know, he's the he's the man. He's the guy. Brilliant dude. Big I, died. His buddy died from that show, right? Uh, Robin yeah. Big. He's he's dead. Yeah, he now, didn't so. die from that show, but yeah, he died. He died of just yeah. He's a big boy, big hey, black. Brandon, we, awesome. we we don't know what he went through on that show. Um, he could have died from it. <laughs> How about that blonde girl? Is she is she still on the show? Does she party in real life? What's her story? Yeah, she's still there, man. She's still there. Uh, Chanel, Chanel West Coast. Yeah. Get out of here. Is she married? Yeah, what's, she, what's her story? What's her situation? She's a white rapper, so that's all I got to say about that. You're kidding. No, she's she's like a white rapper. Yeah. She, she got signed right. by Young Money, and like, no. she's on that show. Yeah, I swear. You're kidding she, me. She's nice. She's super nice. But I, I, I don't she know looks much super about nice. It. She that girl can laugh on cue like no one I've ever seen laugh. Um, it's a quality laugh too. Man. It, it's a really good laugh. It's it's the yeah. best like kind of fake laugh I've ever seen. Like that's realistic. Where you're like, man, I agree. Does she is go it hard? really I've that never funny? To her music. Uh, wait, wait what did you say, Ross? I, I said, it, like, is it really that funny? Like the shit that she's seeing all day long, where you're like, man, is it that funny? Because they've got a tape. What, I mean, those four videos or five are pretty funny, but yeah, I don't know because because they shoot usually, you know, four in a day. They shoot the season in one week. I don't know if people know that. What? Yeah, they yeah, do. They shoot it's like crazy. three a day. Yep. So I'm shooting two back to back. So I want that fucking schedule. Oh, uh, dude, hey, you know, you know the oh, best. Dude. The best one ever is uh, Wheel of Fortune. Is what you want? Get, 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 the biggest. The biggest. We've Best job in Hollywood yeah. would be uh, game shows because you shoot an entire season in one week and yep. you get paid. Oh, oh man, yeah, paid- we've got something going on right now. I'll tell you once we're off. And see All what right, think. Um, we're actually so we we start. I'll just say it. We started a game show called Russian Roulades. Yeah, and there's yeah, six girls. Roulades. One of them has AIDS, and then the contestant has to pick to the one that doesn't the, have AIDS. Yeah. But only one has AIDS, or yeah, all only five? No, only no, one, only one. So, so one out of can, six. 
Oh, wow. So oh, you have anal six. One out of four. You have unprotected anal chances. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. No condom. And then, but there's a backstory, right? So they come on and it's like, I'm Kelly from Beverly Hills. I like modeling, fashion, and design. And then someone from, you know, South Africa. Sri someone, Lanka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so you're like, man, you're, you're, you're thinking uh, geographically. You're thinking your head, personal you're like, preference. Yeah. You're like, no, you got really to the producers. Or... The producers are trying to trick you with that one. I'm going Sri Lanka all day long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would not go Haiti. Like anybody from Haiti, you can just go ahead and cross <laughs> off my Hard list. Pass. And, and then we're going to bring out, what's that? What's the white guy that like says, and you aren't the parent or you are? You are. Maury. Uh, you're talking about Maury. Maury Povich. Maury Povich. So, but it's that awkward beat. Like, I think we could get Jerry Springer. I think he's cheap right now. No, Springer. Yeah, hey, like Springer's him. ending his show after four thousand episodes. He's going down. Jesus. Um, and I'd like to Damn. see. Uh, hey, Brendan. While I have you, I'd like to see uh, Drake on Maury to find out if he's the father of that porn star in uh, France. Do you know that story? No, I think he's the father. He just, you know, I think he's been paying for a while. He just doesn't want to admit it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He he, he knocked he up a, a Matt. He knocked up a porn star. Drake did. Correct. And That's it came awesome. out. Pusha T like made fun of him and released all his info. And what's Wait, wrong with what's wrong with knocking up a porn whoa, star? Whoa, whoa, Who cares? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back up. Let's think about this. This girl fucks for a living. How the fuck did she get pregnant? Well, she, it's Drake. She pulled the goalie, son. Dude, it's Drake. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how. Yeah, that but he should have. He should have been a little mindful. On Dude, that if one. she was a boss, she'd been like, "Sorry, Drake. It's God's plan." I know. <laughs> I know. It's God's plan. Yes. God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about that kid more than I think about my own, which is sad. Like, ever since that diss track dropped, I, I, keep, I keep thinking about Drake's unborn baby, or actually the born Wait, baby that he doesn't, no, that, you know. He's like three now, bro. Did someone make no. a diss track on Drake? Yeah, What's push a, a diss track. Push a T destroyed him. Who the, who the fuck is Push a T? Uh, come on, Matt. Uh, he's, su- he's, he's super respected in the rap community. new rappers, right. like the Rainbow no, he, he's not new. motherfucker. Like, Pusha, who are these guys? Push a T's been around for a while, but okay. the, like little Uzi, little Z, little yeah, 6 9 the I don't fucking know. with the fucking rainbow hair? Takashi 6 9 yeah. I'm actually not uh, that against Takashi 6 9 because really? it's gangster rap. He actually fucking raps and say like, Okay, I need to So at least he's like, I'll kill a motherfucker with my Glock. Bitch, bitch, and you're like, okay. He's at so least you're intense. going gangster, dude. He's yeah. so intense. Man. Yeah, that's like, I really, that's like, I've always wanted to tell Stitches, like, hey, I, I bet you, like, laser removal for your tattoos on your face. If you can disassemble an AK-47 <laughs> and put it back together in <laughs> under ten minutes, you get to keep the tattoos ten, on the face. Five minutes. Come on, ten minutes. It's I mean, an, it's I'm, I'm being generous with him. I know that motherfucker's never cleaned his gun. No. <laughs> not, not at all. Disassemble a Kalashnikov. And put it back together, he, and you can keep your tattoos. He, if not, I'm paying for laser removal. He would be in stitches, Jared. <laughs> he would be <laughs> Nailed in it. Stitches. Boom. Fucking dad joke. Well, yeah, hey, you, you know the other guy just got iced two days ago, that extension. Um, he's yeah. he's kind yeah. of... Yeah. You, you, I'll, I'll tell you a story about that kid. Is so he, I, I forget how... He's a young kid, but he was in Box and Burn. I didn't know of him at the time. He was in there with his uh, friend or whatever, and the coach was holding mitts for him. And he couldn't get the uh, combo right, right? Like, if you're not a boxer, it's going to take a while to learn that stuff. He, he couldn't f- remember the combo. He kept messing up. And he flips out. And he's like, fuck, stupid, stupid. And sits down on the bench, and he's emotional. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that kiddo got some deep, deep issues. My really? Trying to, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's the kid who got shot and, and Yeah, but I also heard, like, he had pending rape charges and beat the fuck out of his girlfriend. He, I never they, said he was a good they, guy. They, they, they yeah, kind of throwing up photos of, like, his girlfriend just... Sh- 
beat the shit. Her, yeah, eye, I her eye came out of her socket, and there was a GoFundMe yeah. yeah. for. Ooh. She was pregnant at the time, yeah. like six or seven Ooh. months pregnant. Yeah, he, I, I don't think he was a good dude. Um, no, ju- just from that, just from that small sliver that I saw him dealing, trying to hit myth, I thought that boy's in trouble. Like he, he, he needs some sort of outlet. He needs a talk zone. He needs a therapist on fucking call, man. Where's Tupac when you need him? He needs you know Jesus. Yeah. Well, dude, t- I, Tupac you know was the same, it's, unfortunately. Like you, look, him leaving is what brought us mumble rap. Uh, he would have never let that happen. No, never. Eminem <laughs> let it happen. Dude, you know what video I saw the other day that I'd never seen before? You guys might have seen. But you ever seen Slash and Michael Jackson on stage together? No. Oh, yeah. So Slash goes into this fucking solo, and Michael gets pissed. And he keeps going. Like, after the song, I think it was like, don't matter if it's black or white. Like, Slash is still going, and Michael's, like, yelling at him. Like, that's enough. That's enough. And his security's trying to pull Slash oh, off wow. the stage. And Slash is, like, What were they doing? Like, a benefit or some yeah, shit? Yeah, and, like, Slash was playing guitar for him. But then Slash, in the end, goes into a solo, and Mike gets pissed that wow. everybody's cheering for him. And they're not. He walks at the other end of the stage and tries to start dancing. And wow. nobody's paying it to do it. It was like... How have I never seen this video? Ross, have you seen this? Oh, yeah. I got, I got, I've never seen that. I went into yeah, a video. That, that, that sounds oh, sick. That, that, that's the same story I've heard on Saturday Night Live when Prince was supposed to be on there. And there was like a whole thing. They're doing some sort of tribute or something. And it's like the best of the best musicians on stage. And they cut down Prince's time. And he took so much offense to it. And so when it was his turn to go, he just fucking free balled it and just went fucking nuts and shut the party down and was just like fuck y'all and walked off stage <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. Prince bitch yeah. if you, yeah. hey if you, you want to see the time. greatest You'll video ever it's look up uh, Prince and Michael Jackson on stage with James Brown it's an old video where James oh, wow. Brown used to have a variety show and he called up Michael Jackson out of the crowd each person had to do like two or three minutes on stage Michael goes up first does his whole shit Prince goes up there rips his clothes off has a guy carry him like a baby onto the stage and, and burns that motherfucker down. Um, I mean, he houses <laughs> Michael Jackson. So much so, there's a, there, there was a fake uh, street lamp that was a, kind of a set piece on the side of a stage. And after he's Prince shreds on the guitar, he throws the guitar into the crowd, and then he takes a running start and jumps on this fake set street light, and the street light just goes right into the crowd, and he's still hanging on it. I don't Jesus know Christ. if Prince went to the hospital or what, but it was fucking phenomenal. Dude, bring Rock back, man. Yeah, rock you can get into it. It was, it was just funny seeing Michael fight with fucking Just Slash. being upset it's with like, Slash. It was like, dude, just let it go. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what's amazing. I don't know how, you know, well, I mean, you guys have a team. You guys are a close-knit team, but imagine being in a band with five different personalities. Yeah. And e- and then you guys get famous. Then there's money, and there's schedules. Then there's girls, and there's family, and there's time. And you want to do this, but he wants to do this. You think you're more talented than him. And then I can't believe how many like the Rolling Stones or Aerosmith, oh, how dude, they've the stayed music together. Music world is it bloggles and, my and mind. And then then there's yeah. some of them where you find out your favorite band, off off. Behind the scenes, they don't talk to each other. Yeah, they they hate just each show other. up, they jam the fuck out, and yep. then they don't even talk, yeah. speak to each it other. It would be it'd be kind of shitty to feel like you're the lead singer of the band, and then just like steal your friend's girl, and then have a threesome and lock him out of the room, like shit like that would be what you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, you just described Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton did that to George Harrison from the Beatles. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's I've I've heard so many situations of this, and some of the saddest is is like. The first two, three, four years of these bands, 
they're all equals, and you have got guys that are the guitarists and bassists and drummers that are writing all the music. Correct. Then the band becomes signed and everything, and when they do the business paperwork, the lead singer takes a majority of the business yeah. of the band. Because they're the face. And sometimes cuts these guys out. It's but, well, they're but bad they're people. But they're the ones that created the music. I, but I like, think I think a lot of times, too, like when you start a band, and I'm assuming this is how, you know, other things too, other entertainment aspects, is when you start a band, you're known as this identity. Like, yeah. you see with, like, Justin Timberlake with seeing terrible reference in front of you guys. But, well, you know, no, with, with Justin yeah, but JT. still, like, All he right. broke away from but, his But band. he's, like, in this, he's known as that. He's like, dude, I don't want to be, I'm, I'm going to be a grown man in five years. I don't yeah. want to be known as a fucking boy, boy band. band. He goes, I'm better than everyone. I got to get the fuck out of here, man. So you get your start like that, but you just want to grow, you know? Well, I think, like, individual success is, all, is always going to happen from the collective. But, yeah, I think people get I've seen massive, both. massive egos. And something we've done real well is just kind of, like, Straight shot across the board. If you fucking started the project and you're the main force behind it, you probably get compensated the most. If not, the group compensates equally. It's just, but people get equal eagles because they want to be famous. They want to be the center of attention. Where yeah, we're, we're really just kind of like it's called jealousy, sir. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. I just I'm here to get drunk and laugh and fucking look at Ross's big dick daddy dick. I just want a jet ski. I know, what? I know. I I wanted to be in the military, but I had asthma, and that's why I'm friends with these guys. So, <laughs> God. Makes sense, man. Come on, man. You put me on the spot. <laughs> hey, Brendan, this is the point in the show. We, we do this thing called the Drinking Bro of the Week. It's somebody that inspired you, somebody that helped you, like, growing up. Uh, who was one of the most inspirin- inspirational figures in your life? Jesus. Um, like yeah, a hero? Well, yeah, a lot of people life. say Jesus, though. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 not that guy. Um, uh, someone that personally affected me, or someone that I looked up to, like entertainer. Were we talking about her athlete? Any anybody that you want to give a shout out that just is that would appreciate it. Yeah, that, that might not that know one. it. Like, hey man, this guy helped me out in my life, but he he might not know it. Or this woman helped me out in my life, and she might not know it. Oh man, I mean the easy one, right? You, you, everyone talks about their family and friends. I'd say most recently. Uh, man, I got, I got such a good group of friends because whenever I need help, like I was, I need help for this project with Showtime and, um, I reached out to Theo Vaughn and, um, Burt Kreischer and those guys helped me with this bit, which, um, went really well. And I don't think a lot of people know, but like Burt Kreischer has a, a, uh, uh, his style of comedy is something that I gravitate towards most and it's more like my style so when i need help i go to him you know and, and he really uh he, he's my guy he, he's a he's great guy, guy. burt kreischer yes holy burt shit kreischer. really been trying to get theo, a hold of him theo, theo is fucking hilarious Theo's so fucking funny the, the dryness that motherfucker has like i don't know man i'm just trying to like you know maybe suck if i do he's his fucking, personality it's, holy shit we're one of a kind man and then, but then also, there's guys like Joey Diaz who he'll call yeah. me on a Wednesday. My like, cocksucker, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? And he's just calling to check in on me. And how's comedy going? You need to write every morning. I want you to think of just a fucking story and write that out. I don't give a fuck if the story sucks or not. You write the story, and then we'll work on it from there. And they're just like checking in on me, man. That's dope. That's, awesome. That's a great yeah. Joey Diaz impression, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Next time, hey, next time you see Burt Kreischer, ask him about the time me and him got in a fist fight with Devin Sawa at a bar. Oh um, wow, wow, yeah, That's a good one. He told he's told the story on his show before. It's super funny. We've been trying to get him out. I've I've been trying to contact him quite a bit. Burt, yeah, just yeah. through oh, Instagram we'll, and stuff. We'll like take that. a picture after this, and I mean, but you guys and Burt needed. We we would love that to have him happen. on because he has a connection. Like having that fight with Devin Sawa, like plus it's like. 
dude, like no, just our good audience people. Would oh, just love good people. Him. His yeah. you know, you know, he does a comedy show and gets in the afternoon, like in mid morning, and gets fucked up. That's like, awesome. Drinks on stage gets fucked up. I mean, I just had that two shots of vodka at like him four p.m. So. I know. Him and I would be best friends. Oh, Bert! <laughs> Bert, salt of the earth, man. You guys, you guys would fucking love him. Oh, 100 percent, dude. I, he was one of my first friends in Los Angeles, and we 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 went out that night. He took his shirt off before we went into the bar, and I didn't know that was like a thing of his. And uh, that's yeah, that's kind of his thing. You know, you know, they wrote Van Wilder after Bert. Yes. No shit. Van yeah. Wilder was written about Bert Kreischer. That is fucking. Yeah. Oh, you he, he, you he watching that tonight. He, he licensed his, you can his rights for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I I'm 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 a lightweight these days. Business has yeah, made me a pussy. No, me too, man. I'm gonna ask him to be my date to the premiere. Do it. You're my co date. Do it. Yes. Do it. I'll be your side piece. Yeah. 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 What? Hey, what? Brendan, you should what? check out Bert Kreischer's book, by the way. No. Bert Kreischer's book. It's so good. Really fucking good. He did it like two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah. a it's a biography of his life. He goes into the Van Wilder story and then obviously the Machine story, and uh, it was a really really funny book. I'd I'd have to say the Machine story probably goes down in history of comedy as like oh, one of the story. greatest like told, like with him especially with him when they first filmed it with his shirt off yeah. telling the story like. Like that's like George Carlin he, level. You know, shit. in any show he goes to, they yell out the machine. He has to tell the story. He's like, "Fuck, man, the machine." He's like, "All right, fuck." That's and it's great. a long story too. It is. Yeah, it's not a short one. It's not like a short bit. It's a fucking long story, man. But it's brilliant. It is oh, brilliant. Dude, the, those, all those guys, man: Ari Shafir, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura. Joey Diaz, Theo Von, all the, that's the crew, man. That's my guys. Dude, Joey Diaz fucking kills me when he's on Rogan, and he's always, like, mispronouncing fighters' names. And Rogan's like, like it's Alexander Gustafson. He's like, I don't get who the fuck the Gustafson guy is. He needs to jab more. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, dude, yeah. it's he's fucking great, great, bro. <laughs> he's one of a kind. I fucking love it. There's only one Joey Diaz, and he just shot his uh, special for, for Netflix. I saw that, yeah. He did 30 minutes for, for Netflix. 30-minute special, yeah. I will watch that. He's a fucking awesome. monster, man. Well, how about how about where can people check you out, man? Where like uh, anything you want to promote, your friends, you, anything? So when's this come out? Uh, uh, Sunday. Sunday night, yeah, eight o'clock. Sunday probably. Oh, yeah. Sunday night. All right, I'm in Oklahoma, July seventh at Cherokee Casino, and then I'm in Spokane and Austin. After that, get tickets at tfatk.com, and that's at Brendan Shop. If you want to watch my show, it's on Showtime, and then uh, it's available on demand on Facebook and YouTube. Where do you where do you post like your updates and like your Instagram your tour dates? Instagram Instagram my Instagram stories just Brennan Shab at Brennan Shab perfect I appreciate Beautiful. you guys man fuck yeah dude no hey Great thanks for being on. on the show man you've uh, honestly you've been one of the fan favorites they've asked for you to be on for a long time we appreciate it good luck with your pilot good luck with uh, fighter and the kid and uh, good luck with your Showtime show thanks for stopping thanks, by brother. I appreciate you guys thanks guys America. later guys. Uh,